It is Wednesday, June 5th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and Scranton Wilkesbury comes into today in Buffalo getting ready for a doubleheader beginning at 5.35. They've got Chance Adams and Nestor Cortez on the mound looking to go up against the Buffalo Bisons, a team that's taken two out of three to begin this six-game, four-day series here at Salem Field. The Rail Riders have dropped three out of four, and so they check into today at 31 and 23, and that includes a loss yesterday. The Rail Riders got started out quickly, got started on the right foot. In fact, just three pitches into the game, Scrant Wilkesbury got this swing from Trey Ambergie. The pitch from Fearbend, line towards left field. On the way back, McKinney to the warning track wall. It's off the top of the wall, and it's gone. Lead-off homer for Trey Ambergie. One batter, three pitches, one to nothing, Scranton Wilkesbury in front. That's number eight on the year for Trey Ambergie. Not bad for a guy hitting out of a leadoff spot. The inning continued with a couple of outs. Kyle Higashioka doubled to extend the inning, and it brought up Tyler Wade. The one-two to Wade. Ground ball, spiked through the right side of the infield. Higashioka being sent home. Here comes Brito's throw to the plate. It's cut off. Higgy scores. Wade will stop. No rundown ensues. It's an RBI single, and Wade is out on the base paths. Two to nothing. Scranton Wilkesbury has the lead. Two nothing was a good lead for Scranton Wilkesbury before Daniel Camarena had thrown even a pitch, and the starter for the Rail Riders posted six up, six down over the first two innings. And so we jump into the third. We've already seen one homer from Trey Ambergie. And he was up to lead off the third inning. The windup and pitch by Fearbend. It's a swing and a line drive out to left field. And this is gone. Two at-bats and two homers out of the leadoff spot for Trey Ambergie. Scranton Wilkes-Barre now leads 3-0 in the top of the third. Hard to beat the start for the Rail Riders as they led 3-0 through three innings. And certainly hard to do better than Trey Ambergie with Two at-bats and two home runs over the first couple of frames. But in the bottom of the inning, Daniel Camarena ran into trouble. The first three men reached, and the bases were loaded with Reese McGuire, Andy Burns, and Jordan Patterson all on base. And with nobody out, Anthony Alford struck out. So the Rail Riders were then starting to think a double play, another strikeout, maybe a pop-out. But Billy McKinney, former Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Rider, had other ideas. The pitch to McKinney. It's a swing and a high fly to right field. McBroom hustles back. He's on the track. He's at the wall. It's gone. Go ahead, grand slam for Billy McKinney. And this one's flipped here in the bottom of the third inning. Buffalo leads it 4-3. From a 3-0 deficit, one swing later, it's a 4-3 lead for Buffalo. They added another run in the third inning, so it was a 5-3 Buffalo Bison's lead. The Rail Riders' offense, though, got right back at it. Leading off the fourth inning, it was Logan Morrison. Morrison swings at the 0-1 pitch, and he crushes one to right center field. Back at the wall, it's gone off the batter's eye. That is a big blast for Logan Morrison. Third homer of the night for Scranton Wilkes-Barre. The deficit has been cut in half. Real Riders trail 5-4. Three of the first four innings featured leadoff home runs for the Rail Riders. Two by Trey Ambergie, one by Logan Morrison, a guy who in his last 10 games with the Rail Riders is batting 333 with four doubles, six homers, and 12 runs batted in. 
It's been a real turnaround for Morrison, who scuffled over his first 10 games with the team. And with the game 5-4 in favor of Buffalo in the top of the fourth, it seemed like the offense would keep coming for both teams. But, in fact, that would be it. The Rail Riders notched 11 hits off of starter Ryan Fearbend, a left-handed knuckleballer, including the three home runs. Four runs over five innings on 11 hits for Fearbend, who wound up with the victory. Meanwhile, Daniel Camarena hit that one bump in the road with five runs in the third inning, but over six and two-thirds, that would be it. The five runs on just six hits, only one more hit elsewhere in the game, and Camarena picks up the loss. He drops to 0-2. The game took a tidy two hours, 27 minutes to complete, before 5,211 fans at Salem Field on a night where a lot of New York Yankee fans came out to see D.D. Gregorius and the Yankees rehabber went 0 for 5 and is now 1 for 21 in his five games with Scranton Wilkes-Barre. Before yesterday's game, Adam Marco had a chance to sit down and chat with Rail Riders pitching coach Tommy Phelps. And we wanted to know from Tommy what his take has been on the first two months' worth of games that have seen such elevated statistics for the offenses with these new baseballs in AAA. It's definitely an adjustment in respects of the middle side, but it's good in a lot of ways. It's the ball they're using in the major leagues, so I feel like it's it's actually an advantage for the pitchers now to find their comfort because, you know, there's different feels, and obviously the ball reacts differently. So it's a good platform for them to get comfortable and to get used to you know what, how the ball's breaking, the adjustments they need to make, and then they can translate it you know when they go to the big leagues a lot quicker. Because you know in the years past we've had some pitchers, not all, but have issues you know transferring what they were doing here with their stuff and then doing it at the major league level. So it's an adjustment period. It'd be nice if. All of minor league baseball was like that, you know, so there wasn't that. You know, once they got in a pro ball and they're in A ball, all their bullpens, all their instructional leagues, everything they're going through, you know, they're playing with the same ball. But, you know, it is what it is. At least now we finally got it in AAA. And, you know, it's something that guys are transitioning in, but it's getting a little beat up a little bit at times. Maybe you see some little fear, some guys getting a little pitching too fine because the ball flies well, especially. Seems like we've had a quite a few games this year. The wind's blowing out pretty good, so it's, it's still a game. It's about execution. It's about minimizing your mistakes. It's about being able to make adjustments. And uh, you know they're doing that. They're getting better. They're getting sharper. The weather's warming up. Once you get into June, this this should be the good stretch of the season where you know everything gets a little refined. The hitters are getting refined, and and you know it gets fun. Talking with Tommy Phelps, pitching coach for the Rail Riders. We're in a stretch of games right now, and nearing the tail end of what, 23 games in 20 days and 10 over 7 right now. How do you keep this pitching staff fresh and ready to go when you know the schedule presented? You know we've got the doubleheader yesterday. We've got the doubleheader tomorrow. We've got a doubleheader coming up on Sunday. Are you watching pitch counts? How are you tracking this in a 10-game, 7-day stretch other than just praying that we make it through? Obviously, you plan and you prepare for it. You know what's upcoming, which is nice. You know, for the last couple of weeks, we've been trying to stretch our relievers out to build some length in case, you know, something happens to one of our starters early and, you know, you don't totally kill your bullpen and then you don't have any pitching the next day. And, you know, and our organization does a good job of providing depth at other levels. If we need an emergency, like Simple came up in Syracuse last week and helps it out. I mean, the big thing is 
you want to take care of your pitchers you want to take care of their arms and keep them healthy but you know sometimes you're asking to stretch them out a little bit but you want to make sure they're prepared to be able to handle the workload and fortunately we're having starters being able to to uh, with Nestor coming down from the big leagues and we got a guy from double A so I mean it, it helps to have starters that have length that way you know you don't have to really wear out the bullpen so to speak and you know yesterday worked out great we used three pitchers and you know hopefully tomorrow our two starters go a long way and we we don't have to overload anybody and then we got one more on Sunday and then an off day so regroup and get back to work finally for you a few players that have gone up on your pitching staff to help the New York Yankees this year come back down how difficult is it to manage those guys when they come back because obviously some of them know it might just be a short-term thing but the disappointment still has to set in when you're sent back down from the big league level how do you keep Chance and Nestor, Joe Harvey, Stephen Tarpley, how do you keep these guys up? How do you keep that positivity up, knowing that it wasn't necessarily a long-term thing this time, today perhaps, but to prove to them that it could be and it will be? Especially players now, they see the track record over the years. Even before I got here, you had like David Robertson that would come up and down, up and down, and he established himself, you know, that it's just the way that the game's being managed and they know the expectation yeah they want to stay there they want to prove that they can pitch there you know they just got to keep in the right mindset it's a big thing not feeling entitled not feeling you know well getting bitter about it just staying focused keep working to get better because they got to keep getting better you got to be better than the guys that are up there staying all the time to stay so you just you keep preaching the message and and you know keep motivated keep them working and go from there and 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 that's the big thing for them is just to come down here and be like okay reset let's get back to work so i can get back up there again thanks to tommy for taking the time before yesterday's game to chat with us and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day we've got first pitch tonight in buffalo at 535 an expected double header with two seven inning ball games on the docket Chance Adams, Nestor Cortez, the expected starting duo for the Rail Riders, and we will have pregame coverage for you beginning at 5.05. You can catch all the action on the Rail Riders radio network, the TuneIn radio app, and the MILB First Pitch app as well. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for tuning in today, and we will talk to you later tonight.